0: Hello, hello, and welcome back to Lola Pops Off About Dramas with your host, Lola! Welcome, welcome back everyone to another episode, and I am so, 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 so excited to present to you today... The Lola Pops Off About K-Dramas Awards for 2022. I am ecstatic to be sharing this with you all. It's my second year in a row that I have presented this award ceremony at the end of the year to kind of recap all of my highlights for the year. And as we go ahead and get started, I want to just let you know that this is not including half of the dramas that I watched this year. So please don't uh, that I am um, saying these are all the dramas that I enjoyed this year, these are just the ones that I really could um, pinpoint and highlight as standouts for me and that also just match the categories that I present to you. So let's get started with the first category, Best K-Drama OST. And for Best K-Drama OST, I just want to let you know that this is going to be songs that I liked outside of the drama itself. First up, <laughs> Your Existence by Juan Stein from 2521. <laughs> Next up is Gimli by Rio from Bloody Heart. Our next nominee is Like Breeze by The Here Solutions from Love is for Suckers. Next nominee is My Liberation Notes by Choi Jung In from My Liberation Notes. nominee is Love Confession or Confession by Sam Kim from Cheer Up. Next up, Saviour by Bako from Good Job. About You by Woods from Yumi Sales. Next up, I Fly by Jiho from Today's Webtoon. Last nominee again by Han from Weak Hero Class One. Smile on your face. It was only just yesterday a time to talk to you. It's a already still I don't know what to do. And the winner is for best K-drama OST of 2022 for Your Girl Low is My Liberation Notes by Choi Jung-in from My Liberation Notes. Absolutely, my favorite song that came out of K Drama this year, and that's mostly and only because this is the song that I would like to be the soundtrack of my life. I think it goes hand in hand with kind of just like a slice of life moment. It makes me feel like I'm my own main character in my own drama when I'm listening to it out and about. So, definitely had to choose this one. Alright, now let's move on to the next category, which is most underrated K-drama of the year to me, and these are going to be dramas that I don't think many people got a chance to check out, and um, I think it's a shame that they didn't get a chance to check it out. So I'm going to go through with my nominees, and first up... On our nominee list for most underrated K-drama of 2022 is the Killer Shopping List, starring Yi Kwang-su and sol hun and it is a comedy, murder, mystery-esque drama, and it was one that I think a lot of people didn't get a chance to check out. It was only eight episodes, so it was a quick watch, but it was a tough watch. Though it was comedy and it's very funny, there were some very deep and heavy topics that it dealt with, Um, so it was not for the faint of heart at the same time, but I definitely think it was... Was a standout um, as far as dramas this year and I think it, was, it did its own thing next up I have on the nominees The Green Mothers Club starring E. Yo Wan and Chu Jang Hyun and this is more on a melodramatic um, psychological thriller side of things definitely got it had its soap opera moments and so maybe people were kind of turned off by that but I think underlying it was this kind of deeper um, meaning and kind of analysis of what it means to be a woman (laughs) and how being a woman can be so layered and varied and your experiences can be so similar and so different at the same time. And it just makes, um, it just made for a good study or character studies on these um, women in the Great Mothers Club. And I adored that. I really, really did. So very underrated. Next, I have From Now On, Showtime, and it was starring Park Hae Jin and Jin Ki Joo, and it was on the fantasy romantic comedy kind of thing, and it also had a little bit of mystery to it, um, but I definitely think this one kind of went under the radar. I wasn't even sure how I even found it to watch it. I didn't even know it was coming out this year, and I just ended up picking it up, and I am glad I did. I think it was very funny, and I love the fantasy element that it had to it. Um, again, a lot of darkness to this one, lot of murder and sadness, but it was still um, very, very well done. So, definitely underrated though. Um, next up, we have Love All Play, starring Che jong and Park Joo hyun And this was a sports romance um, drama, and I know for a fact that anyone who really watched this really did appreciate the couple our main couple that we had in this so that was me that's what made this drama worthwhile for me and I don't think a lot of people got a chance to watch it not because they didn't want to watch it but because of the access to it I think you know this was a Disney plus one so um, I think a lot of people just didn't get a chance to check it out but if people did. I think they they knew that this, there was some goodness to this. There was a lot of good stuff to Love All Play, and I really, really enjoyed it, but definitely underrated because um, I just don't think a lot of people got a chance to check it out. And also sports. A lot of people don't like watching sports dramas. Next up is Link Kill Eat Love starring Yo Jin Gu, The Light of My Life, and Moon Ga Young, and this was again another murder mystery with romance to it. I don't know what it was about all the murder mysteries this year, but this one was definitely um, another standout for me because the the kind of. I guess analysis that it had in this drama was more, not even analysis, something that it highlighted in this drama was domestic violence, um, and kind of, you know, what that looks like. And then also, um, stalking and it was just very, very deep and it went to to layers. I didn't expect it to go all wrapped up in this romance. So the winner is for most underrated K-drama of 2022, the Green Mother's Club, starring in Yi yong woon and Chu Jiang hyun Again, I think this one was the most underrated because I don't think a lot of people watched it, um, first thing. And I think the people that did start it didn't end up finishing it because I think it got a lot of, it had a lot of soap opera um, elements to it. So sometimes people just kind of sit that stuff out. But I really think that what made it stand out for me was that kind of deeper, um, kind of character study of these women as mothers and as wives and as just as women and how that is so multifaceted and you're more than a mother and you're more than, you know, a daughter or a friend. There was so much going on in this um, as far as just character. And I think a lot of people you know, maybe didn't really appreciate that. <laughs> but now let's go ahead and move on to the next category. And that will be most overrated K-drama of 2022 for me. And again, this is just my opinion and I know I'm gonna get some slack for it. So I'm prepared for that, but I definitely want to say something about these dramas as far as being overrated. So bear with me, please. I know some people's faves, but that's what makes it overrated to me. <laughs> Business Proposal starring anh Angel- Soap um, and Kim Jong and this was a webtoon adaptation, you know, romantic comedy, and the setup was pretty fun. I have no complaints about that, but I think why it was so overrated to me was that I think people really, really loved it, and they were really hyping up our lead couple, and I just couldn't see it. I mean, I thought they were okay on the kind of very surface level, but they just weren't the bread and butter to me of this drama, and it's a shame because they're the lead, you know, main couple. So that. that's That's why I chose them. And next up, I have, yes, Alchemy of Souls starring Jung Soo Min and EJ Jae Wook. This is part one, obviously, um, and this is our fantasy historical romance of the year. Um, and a lot of people love Alchemy of Souls, and I think that's with good reason. But I have to say, we have to admit, everyone has to admit, the story lost itself towards the end there of part one because you could tell they weren't sure how the story was going to end. And then with the change of actresses and all of that, I think it just complicated it even more. And I could see that in the story. And so to me, it didn't make, it, make for the best experience of watching it, unfortunately. And this one is only overrated by me. I'm going to be honest. I don't think other people overrated it at all. I think I overrated it at the beginning and it just was not all that I crapped out to be. So Little Women starring Kim go eun and Nam Ji Hyun, our man- mystery family drama, uh, just didn't stand, to stand up the test of time for me, even though it was the most beautifully shot drama of the year, <laughs> even though it was, it really was. So the winner is for most overrated K-drama of 2022 goes to Alchemy of Souls. Yes, I Just wanted this to be everything and more in terms of the historical fantasy romance aspect and I just feel like it was getting there until it lost itself towards the end and the story got convoluted and it just didn't know where to go and yes part two is kind of you know telling a totally different story in my eyes so it's okay but it still was a little overrated. it's a little overrated. So next category is most hilarious K drama of twenty twenty two, and this one's gonna be a fun one. So let's jump in with our first nominee, and this one is gonna be another ret- returning nominee, and it is the Killer Shopping List, starring Yi Kwang Soo and So Han again. I. Definitely like I said, though it was murder and it was dealing with some dark, dark themes in this drama, it was so funny. It was very reminiscent to me of Napoleon dynamite with this type of comedy. And I think a lot of people don't we well at least in K-drama, we don't see that very often. And so I really really appreciate it. And I thought it was different and unique in terms of comedy and K drama. And I think Again, everyone should check this one out for even that alone, but it is pretty dark and heavy at the same time. So, how they mix the two is again another reason why it was a standout this year. And it's only eight episodes, only eight, only eight. So, it was a good watch, quick and easy. Next up, I have From Now On It's Showtime, starring Pak Hae Jin and Kiju. I'm sorry, Jin Kiju. And this one, if you're watching along, you'll see the, um, <laughs> the clip here. <laughs> it's just. <laughs> Funny. and this is the type of comedy that we saw throughout this entire drama and again another dark and kind of scary uh drama to some extent but yet it had so many funny scenes and the, the relationship between the two were hilarious it was just a good one it was a, a standout um and I again I know it's not for everyone but it was fun it was a fun one even with the all the other kind of dark themes that it dealt with very very good and very well done all right, next up on our nominee list is Yumi Sales 2 starring Kim Go Eun and Jin Young. Yes, I thought Yumi Sales number, you know, season one was one of the most hilarious dramas of 2021 and I felt the same way about Yumi Sales 2. I just think it's so funny. I think this drama is hilarious. I know there's so much other things going on in it, but it is a comedy at heart and it's so, so good. Um, Next up is Good Job, starring Jung Il-woo and Yuri. Um, This is like a mystery fantasy romance type of drama. And I don't think it was the, you know, the best drama out there that, you know, that came out this year, but it definitely was one of the funniest. And I think that is why I ended up watching it all the way to the end. Again, there were some other elements to it that were very, uh, things you've seen before, nothing new, but the comedy, the slap, you know, slapstick, hijinks ensue kind of thing. was just, so much fun and I and I stuck it out because of that I really had a good time with this drama and it was just funny I mean like they the chemistry between the our leads were just were like they were bouncing off of each other you can tell so I really think it's a standout Um, Next up is One Dollar Lawyer starring Nam Kim-Win and Kim Ji-Un and this was um, a legal comedy drama and if you're watching this scene here that I'm playing for you it was a bingo scene and it was one of the most entertaining funniest scenes of playing bingo I've ever watched and why is that how is that even possible I don't know but that's how One Dollar Lawyer was for me it laughed at itself as well as you know, having you laugh along with them, and that was so so refreshing to watch a drama that was aware of its kind of silliness and kind of you know broke the fourth wall a little bit, and it was just a, a joy a joy to watch. So definitely one of my most hilarious K dramas of the year. um And then final nominee is Gauss Electronics, starring Kwak Dong Yun and Go Sun Hee, and this was a workplace comedy and. It was definitely just comedy through and through every single scene every single moment of this drama was meant and made for you to laugh at it there was not a serious bone in this drama and if you didn't laugh in this drama I don't know you must have a heart of steel because this was one of the funniest dramas of the year um by far and again it was every moment of the drama there wasn't a, a kind of sad uh, quiet serious moment at any point so the winner is for most hilarious K drama of 2022 is Gauss Electronics. Definitely again was the highlight of far as comedy and K dramas this year because I don't think we've seen many of these. It was very reminiscent of your kind of the office, um, arrested development type dramas where it's just absurdist comedy, just everything is just completely out of whack and just absurd. And you're like, what is happening? But then it all connected to the story at the end, and so it made the comedy and the slapstick all worthwhile. So, definitely most hilarious K drama of 2022 for sure and another short one so you can definitely get through this one pretty quick so I highly recommend it if you want a good laugh and to laugh the entire way through All right, let's go on to the next category, which is Biggest K-drama Disappointment of 2022 for me. And I, again, may get some slack for this, but bear with me, please bear with me. But these are the dramas that disappointed me this year, unfortunately. Um, And the first up for our nominees will be Why Her, starring So Hyun Jin and Hwang In-yop. And this was our mystery legal romance um, kind of drama. And I have to say, this was one of my biggest disappointments because it was one that I was most excited for. This is one that I had been watching since the news came out about it the year before in 2021. And I was waiting for this. And boy, oh boy, <laughs> did I not even get to finish this drama. So that is definitely a disappointment for me because I was the most excited about this last year. I was so excited about it. And it was a shame because Young Joon's character was so good. So I'll, uh, I I I don't even know. I'm just still disappointed just talking about it right now. It was such a letdown. Next up is Forecasting Loving Weather, starring Park Min Young and Sung Kang. And this was like a romantic workplace comedy um, type of drama. And it was at the very early of 2022. And this was another one that I couldn't even finish. And... <laughs> I was excited for this one too. I was excited to see Min Young and Sung Kung together. because I knew the chemistry was just gonna be on it. It's gonna be hot, it's gonna be great. And it was not enough to save this drama for me. It was actually a quite boring drama um, in my eyes. And so I could not finish this and ended up dropping it as well. So quite disappointed. Very, very, very disappointed in this one. But the chemistry, uh, it was there, it was there. Next up, I have Insider starring Kang Han and e, Yi yo, yo Young. And this was an action kind of prison thriller drama. And I was excited for this one as well because it was Kang Han return to K drama land this year. And I was ready to watch anything with him in it. But boy, did it get quite. Um, it was a struggle to get through. <laughs> so I'm gonna say it was a struggle to get through. He was great in it, though. Next up is Bloody Heart, starring Yi Jun and Kang han Na. And this was a historical romance. And this one was a letdown because it was my kind of first historical romance of the year that I was really looking forward to because I love having a historical um, Segu esque drama um, every, you know, almost whenever there's one out I always want to watch it and this one I was excited for because I was like oh my first aid gook of the year and it was okay until it wasn't and it was just okay when it was going okay it was like "Mm." so I I don't know I think it was something to do with the performances I don't know next up is Alchemy of Souls yes another disappointment for me and I don't know what you want me to say. I was not happy with Alchemy of Souls in the end. Yes, I'm bitter that Soul Men had to be replaced for whatever reason and I don't I'm not buying that it was because of you know this was always the plan all along um I think it was it was a letdown for me I wanted to see her all the way through um to the end with Jay Wook and it just didn't happen so you know what it's okay it's okay I've gotten over it but it still disappointed me and I cannot hide that disappointment sorry I can't I can't do it even if the second part is doing okay for me all right, and the winner is for biggest K drama disappointment of twenty twenty two. Why her? It is just, just because Hyojin's character I was really excited about, and I thought she was doing really well in the drama. But her kind of you know partner in this in this drama, played by Inhyuk, was just not good enough for me. And in Inhyuk was in this and got underused as usual. Mm, shame. So next up, um, we have for um, our next category is best K drama couple and this one's going to be fun because you know who doesn't love to talk about your favorite couples of the year and I got a few I got a few so let's go ahead and get started with our first nominee and it is Alchemy of Souls and that was Mudok and Jungkook. Can you see why I'm so harsh on Alchemy of Souls? It's because I absolutely, I loved Mudok and Jungkook in this, in in Alchemy. I love them. I love them from the start to the end. Um, And I wish the drama would have just ended with the way that it ended, or I wish they would have, you know, let them be together in some way at the end. So I'm just really harsh on it because they were one of my favorite couples of the year. I got so invested in them. I loved them so, so, so much. Um, And I love the chemistry between um, So Min and and J-Wook. I really did. So I have to say, I loved them. I really did. Next up, I have for Best K-Drama Couple nominee, Extraordinary Attorney Woo, Young Woo, and Jun Ho. They were just, uh, the most wholesome couple of 2022 for me everything about them was butterflies um and it was just so so sugary sweet their connection their relationship and it was very much what the youngins say um green flag like everything about their relationship was built on um, trust and and patience and understanding and respect and it was just wonderful wonderful to see just such a healthy um kind of relationship playing out in K-drama land, not much toxicity at all going around with these two, and I love that. Next up is from Love All Play Young and Taehyung. Wow, they were absolutely the best thing about that drama. The drama itself, there were some miss- some misses for sure. There were things in that drama that I could have left out, but their relationship, their coupling, their interactions their scenes were always so so good even in the midst of them having this kind of push and pull this back and forth they were so 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 sweet um and I love that you know Tae June kind of like labeled that he liked her from very early on and it was like the rest is history <laughs> for him I adored that about their relationship so definitely a, a couple to watch if you need another reason to watch Love All Play. Um, next up, I have Semantic Error, and this is with Jae Young and Song Woo, and definitely was blown away by them this year and the bl world i thought they were such a standout couple so beautiful together wonderful chemistry i love their hate to love relationship it was so fun and kind of funny and natural the way that they turn into you know the love aspect i love them so much i started to read the um actual webtoon it's based off of because i couldn't get enough of them Definitely one of my favorite gay drama couples of 2022. So cute together. Next up, of course, I gotta talk about Baekje Yijin and Nahido from 2521. What do you say about these two? The most controversial couple of K drama in 2022 definitely definitely controversial the way that their ending went um but that's only because everybody loved them together and which is again good reason they were to me a standout couple of the year um and i think their performances by um our leads were just what made their their relationship even more um believable and beautiful to watch next up My Liberation Notes, Mr. Gu and Jung. Yes, yes, yes. They were for me um, a couple that, our worship couple, but it was a couple that to me was founded on this kind of misfit <laughs> love this kind of misfit isn't even love kind of thing and it was more friendship that led to maybe um you know understanding and i really appreciated that about their couple i really really did um and you don't i, I don't know and they just showed their growth because of one another in this drama and i love that they grew as individuals because of their connections to one another and that was beautiful to me all right so now you know what this means we got to move on to our um our winner and the winner is for best drama couple of 2022 nahido and bakey jin they were my favorite couple of the year because even after this the drama ended and they we find out do not end up together um Even after that, I was still happy with their decision <laughs> and I still understood their decision and I still respected it and I still thought it worked and for that to happen and you know at the end of a k-drama with a couple that you absolutely loved, that's how you know that k-drama couple was good is that hey I'm okay with any of their decisions no matter what because that's how much I love these two I so much so that I trust their decision not to end up together or not to be together and to me that is very controversial to say but I do I, that's how I felt. I loved and supported them through from the beginning to end. And I understood it. And I love that their relationship was just founded and based on respect. Um, and that was so refreshing and lovely to watch in K-drama this year. All right, let's go ahead to our next category, which is best chemistry. And again, this is a little different from k-double couple obviously because it can be um, a variation of the actors and actor you know and, and characters so let's go ahead and get started with our first nominee for best chemistry of 2022 alchemy of souls the entire cast so again i have to say the highlight of alchemy of souls is definitely the chemistry between the cast—they were great on screen and off screen. They were so much fun. You can tell they enjoyed working with one another. Again, another reason why I'm so sad that Silverman didn't even—you know—didn't get to finish out part two. But you know, it's all good. I have to say, even with looking at part two, I can still see the chemistry is there. So definitely, these actors, these young actors, they did amazing together, um, and I think that's what kind of made everyone kind of fall in love with them even more. Um, even though I'm giving Alchemy of Souls a hard time. (laughs) Yes, I'm giving it a hard time. I'm just, I'm sad. (laughs) But anyway, next nominee is Good Job, the entire cast. So Good Job is back for another category here. And it's because again, Like I said, there were so many things about this drama that were not the best. (laughs) that were not amazing. But the one thing that kept me to the end of this drama was definitely the interactions between the cast. I thought they worked and played off of each other so well, so funny together. Um, It was a comedy, obviously, but I think they also had this element of like there was a little bit of romance and that connection was really cute. Um, And then you had our kind of two male leads were working together. They were friends. And then you had our two female leads. they were um, friends. So it was just like everybody had chemistry with everybody. And that was what joy and the reason why I kept watching. All right. Next up, I have Business Proposal. <laughs> From Business Proposal, um, we have Cha Sung Hoon and Jin Young So. And they were played by Kim Min-kyo and So In-ya. And I absolutely they were the bread and butter of <laughs> Visit Proposal. Man, they were lovely to watch. And I wanted to see their story even more. And that's a shame because they weren't the lead. So next up, we have, from now on, Showtime and Cha Cha Wung and Go um, So Ye, played by Park Jin and Jin Ki Like I said previously, they, again, they're back for another category. They were so good together. They, again, their comedy matched to a T, but then also their little relationship that they formed, they kind of had like a time um, travel element to their relationship and even different time period. They were still beautiful together. So I definitely thought they did work really well together. All right, next up we have Week Hero Class 1 and we have Young Si an Su Ho and O oh Boom Sok are the characters played by Ji, Ho, Ji Hoon, Choi Hyung Wook, and Hung Kyung. These three were, oh my gosh, the reason why I fell in love with this drama by the end of it. I think they worked so well together. Again, the actors off screen are so amazing and cute together, but also on screen, their relationship was just heartbreaking and it made you feel for them individually and together as friends. Next up, we have 2521, Nahido and Goyurum. If any, and you guys, if you've heard me talk about 2521 this year, you know, I continually, I continue to say that if, you know, Yijin (laughs) and Hido didn't end up together, Yuram and Hito were supposed to be together at the end of it I'm serious they were another love story all on its own and I love their story and their friendship I love them together um so I really think they were a standout as far as chemistry and the actresses obviously again off screen you know I think um they they visited it to her one of her concerts it was just so cute but anyway the winner is for best chemistry of 2022 weak hero class one. Yes, this had to be the winner for me because again, this was a drama that had um, not a lot of time to tell its story, but in the short time that it did, what kept you so enraptured and in love with this story was the relationship between these three. And again, the chemistry of these young actors um, was on screen but also definitely behind the scenes off screen they are really really cool and cute together as well so definitely um, my my best chemistry of 2022 this year and again it was like a romance they could fall it was like a little romance too <laughs> all right so let's move on to our next category and of course I had to do a best K drama character category because that is my favorite element of storytelling you know I love me a good character so here are my nominations for best K-drama character of 2022. First up, we have extraordinary attorney Wu, Woo Young-woo. Yes, I know she was also a very controversial character this year with good reason. So I'm not going to, you know, try to take away from that. But I have to say from a character setting and for um, this drama telling the story of Woo Young-woo, this character was beautiful she was so strong and she was so smart and so caring and she grew throughout her her entire time in her story and you saw her develop and you saw her um, grow in her relationships with other people outside of herself and her family and to me that is the highlight for a character like this and I think we have to appreciate that even if it wasn't representative of what people wanted to be representative of, as a character on a page, she was a standout and wonderful and beautiful to watch. Let's move on to Gil Jagal from Mental Coach J. Gall. He was one of my favorite characters of the year. I loved him from the first episode he drew me in. I loved his brokenness turned, um, you know, hero-ness. He took what he kind of failed at and and turned it into something. And it made him stronger in the end because he used that brokenness to become a stronger person. And he was okay with being weak and acknowledging that. And in the process of him acknowledging that, he also finds out that he Has the right to have more, he cannot just rely on you know that failure and that weakness to be the thing that continues to show off who he is. He instead learns that I can be more than that, and I love (laughs) Jake out for that. Next up, I have Han Ji Yun from Love is for Suckers. Yes, very, very quiet character to most but she was so amazing to me so much so I wanted to watch her in her own drama by herself like if she was someone that I knew in real life I would just want to be her friend Um, so that's why she's there but I wish her story was she was given more of a chance to tell her story all right next up we have Mr. Goo from My Liberation Notes and boy oh boy he was the light of my life this year. I absolutely fell in love with Song su because of this. He is now one of my, um, my crushes. <laughs> I adore him as an actor, but also Mr. Gu's portrayal, his portrayal of Mr. Gu was top tier. He was just a character that I, um, I feel like we were blessed to have. <laughs> I felt blessed to know his character this year and I just wish we could have got more of his story even it was just he's such a detailed character next up we have Ton Jihoon from One Dollar Lawyer and he was a standout character to me this year because to me at least it felt as if we were watching um, two different characters you have this kind of sad broken version of him in the past that we get to know but then we also get to meet this kind of um, upbeat funny um hilarious version of him and to see those two different people um portray you know two different people be the same person and it's showing the journey of like what it may look like when you have been you know had to pick yourself up from a a traumatic experience and what you can become and how you can end up becoming after that doing that work was just so wonderful to see for for a character this year in K drama. And the winner is for best K drama character of twenty twenty two Mr. Goo from my Liberation Knows, played by Son Suuku. He again was a standout character for me this year. I think what I related to and what I appreciated most about his character was, again, and you can tell I like my broken characters, can you see? But what I liked about his brokenness, again, was that it was very realistic. He didn't magically become a different person um, after time and passing and him going away and hiding and running from his past. He still returned to his past life and ended up kind of just continuing on with the way that he was, even after taking a break from it. And to me, that was very realistic. Um, And I like that he didn't do this massive overhaul of character, but he did, at some point find and meet someone and meet people that helped him know that there's a way to continue living on and continue to try and try to be better. Even if you, you know, you can't just automatically do it. He at least showed how it feels or what it looks like to try. And I couldn't appreciate a character more because of that. I love Mr. go and I miss him so, so much. Um, and yeah, and also Sonsuku is now, one of the lights of my life because of it. Beautiful job, wonderfully acted, beautiful portrayal of a wonderful, wonderful character. Love Mr. Goose. All right, let's move on to the Daesung category, which is of course best K-drama of 2022 for me. Again, this is gonna be a little controversial. Maybe it won't, maybe it won't, but these are my top K-dramas of the year. And first up, we have Mental Coach gal And I knew this was going to be one of my favorite dramas of the year the minute I started watching it. And it ended on that note as well. I was a big fan of the writer. I thought the acting and everything was done to a T. Um, but again, it had one of my favorite characters in it. Um, so it was bound to be something that I um, valued as an overall drama. And I definitely believe that the writing to this drama was so good. Yes, there was a little heavy-handedness towards the end there but the character study that this drama was was beautiful and no one and you can fight me on it you can fight me on it but it was beautifully done and that is why it alone had to be one of my favorite k-dramas of the year And I am so glad that I got a chance to watch a drama like this. Again, so many good nuggets in it, so many good quotes, so many things to live by in this drama. And it did a great job of dealing with like mental health. Um, Yes, it was dealing with, you know, obviously athletes and their mental health, but I think anyone could adapt some of the thoughts um, that they had about mental health in this drama. And so I just appreciated it so so much and i think anyone would get something from this drama if they got gave it a chance and watched it because i got a lot from it i really did so definitely one of my favorite k dramas of the year all right next up is my liberation notes of course this was going to be one of the best k dramas of the year it obviously had my favorite k drama character of the year in it um and this again for me was it was beautifully shot beautifully acted. The writing was beautiful to me. It again, just like mental coach had so many nuggets of not even inspiration, but things to just, you know, hold on to (laughs) and thoughts to live by, um, that I just, just took and put in my little pocket. That's one of the reasons why this drama is one of my favorites, because it's just a lot that I'm going to continue to remember about it. Um, even years after everybody else forgets it, I'm still going to most likely remember how, Um, this trauma touched me and how this trauma moved me. And that is obviously a reason for this to be one of my best K-dramas of 2022. And I love the concept of my liberation notes. It was just something very beautiful to study, the idea of being liberated from all the traumas and things that you have to deal with in life. Next up is 2521. And this one was a standout because, again, another example of writing done beautifully. This was the best example of um, writers trusting their characters, so much so that they allowed the characters to tell their own story and it was obvious that the writers trusted their characters and i know if you're a writer you know what that means um and i have to say no other drama did that for me this year but this one it was a beautiful example of that this is what it looks like to trust your characters to tell their own story and allow it to just run with itself so no matter what happens you'll know it's what was supposed to happen for those characters and you know i value characters more than anything in a story and to see a, a drama appreciate their characters that much of course this is going to be one of my best k-dramas of the year of course it was and also portrayal the acting the way that it dealt with time in this story the way that it dealt with history of korea in this story just stand out job absolutely stand out um and it had uh, my best couple of the year in it as well so of course double points Next up, Week Hero Class 1 and this was a late edition because I watched this right at the end of the year here and it blew me out of the water. I knew the minute I finished it that this was going to be a top drama of the year for me blown out of the water with it. It was violent and you know depressing but there was something calming um, and therapeutic about watching this drama and I thought that was amazing how it did that even though it was so violent. (laughs) I thought that was nothing but um, a testament to the type of drama um, that that it was. So 10 out of 10 I would highly recommend. And next up we have $1 Lawyer. This one was unfortunately a drama that got cut short and I think it was in talks for having a season two and it no longer will be having that, which is such a disappointment because it is such a beautifully crafted drama. It is hilarious. Um, like I said, the characters are laughing at themselves and you get to laugh along with them. But then you also have such this backstory of this um, wonderful Chun Ji Hoon character. He has this this amazing story of how he became the $1 lawyer and it was so touching and beautiful. And I wanted to see more of him and his growth as a lawyer and the way that he had became a lawyer. Um, I wanted to see more of that. And then you had our kind of ensemble Cast though, their chemistry, the way they work together, the characters so wonderfully done. There's not much romance in it, and you didn't even need it. You laughed a lot, you felt there were so many heartfelt moments. Um, The situations that the characters got themselves in and the cases they had to solve were interesting, just wonderfully crafted drama. I wish we had more of it. I wish we could get another season so well done. highly recommend this drama if you haven't gotten a chance to watch it. It is so well done. Even if you don't like law, I think you would still enjoy this type of drama. And next, last but not least, we have Pachinko. And I don't know if many people got a chance to see Pachinko this year, but if you haven't, you have to. I don't even know if you consider Pachinko a K-drama. Yes it is you know all you know Korean cast mostly but I just felt like this was a cinematic masterpiece on the small screen. It was to me Oscar worthy and it's not even a movie. It was so cinematically beautiful to watch Um, and the story is spanning all these different times and this kind of following all these different characters and it was so well done, And I know the, it, this was just kind of part one of the story and there should be more to be told. Um, and so I look forward to that when they do um, put that out. But definitely one of the most amazing K-dramas I watched this year. And I don't even know if we can consider it a K-drama, but it was one of the most amazing ones to watch. So please give it a chance if you have not. Definitely a standout. Again, it's performances, cinematic masterpiece on the small screen, hands down. And the winner is, for best K-drama of 2022, 25-21. It was very difficult for me to choose, you know, which drama was going to win this category. I absolutely loved all of them with all my heart this year. Every single one of these, I, Touched me in one way or another and blew me out of the water at the end of it all. But I have to say, again, 2521 did something that I haven't seen done in K drama in a really long time. And it was again, the ability to trust the characters of the story themselves. So much so that the actors and the writers were able to follow the leads of these characters. You can tell that the our actors trusted the characters that they were portraying and were able to get those emotions across on the screen without difficulty. And the way that the story ended and the controversy that surrounded that, that was me understanding that the writers and the actors trusted the characters telling their story and that is what was supposed to happen for them those characters and so again this was beautifully done and I highly recommend it to anyone to watch it and it was just a wonderful portrayal of writing done well so let's talk about dramas I want to give another try in 2023 and I just mean I didn't get a chance to watch them and I want to try to watch them if I can find time because that's always my issue so I have Blind it's beautiful now and if you wish upon me blind I just didn't have access to watching it when it came out so that's the reason why I didn't get a chance to watch it it's beautiful now it's a family 50 episode drama so I just didn't have the time to watch it but I love a good family drama so this is the one that I want to try next year and then if you wish upon me I have been you know recommended it by others but And it had two of my favorite actors in it. But my problem with that is just I know it's a sad setup. So I need to give that another try if I can muster up the courage. (laughs) All right, let's move on to actors to look forward to in 2023. These are my kind of standouts of this year. And so much so that I want to continue to look out for them in 2023. And they are, of course... I gotta give my Bae and Hyuk in here. He was one of my faves to look forward to in 2021, Um, I mean in 2022, and he did not disappoint me this year. I cannot wait to see him in um, other things in 2023. Choi Dae-hoon, stand out for me. He was in so many dramas this year and he's never a lead, but he always shines through as a secondary character. Um, Lee Jun yeon she just was a standout for me and love is for suckers and I want to see her um and more things in the future and Park Ji Hoon whoa he blew me out of the water with his acting this year and he was amazing last year for me too so he is one of the kind of up-and-coming young actors that I know is going to continue to show out in each year going forward so definitely on my to watch list I got my eye on Jifu. I got my eye on him. (laughs) That sounds weird. Um, But this is the end of my awards. I have gave you all of my categories and all my nominees and winners for these categories. And I hope you've enjoyed this. But I definitely want to say that right now I am overjoyed with the the amount of love that my podcast received this year. I have met so many new K-Drama friends through this podcast, and it's just been the highlight of my year for sure. And I also want to thank you for listening. I want to thank you for being there for me in all kinds of ways that you've been there for me. I also want to celebrate that this is my 100th episode of my podcast and we are going on to season three starting new and and fresh hopefully in the new year. But I am so grateful that it has been a hundred episodes and whether you've been with me from the first or to the most recent, it doesn't matter. I am just so grateful that you've pressed play and listened to a second of my podcast. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And as always, I want to thank you so much for listening. And whether that's in the morning or in the afternoon or in the evening times, I hope you continue to have a great end of your year and start to your new year. So everyone, it's been real. Lola's off.